Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for joining us, and Merry Christmas to you all. And happy Festivus to the rest of you. Merry whatever you celebrate. Merry, merry. Happy, happy. Happiest of seasons. You know, we just saw Happiest Season for the first time couple of weeks ago that was something that I've been wanting to see for a while so has fiance of the show Justina and we absolutely loved it for you improv nerds out there Mary Holland is in it and she's fantastic and for you Schitt's Creek's fans out there it has Dan Levy in it and he's fantastic and is a really fun movie so I suggest you check it out it makes a lot of sense that I'm talking about a really great Christmas movie right now because today's topic is about movies that are hotly contested as not being Christmas movies, but actually are Christmas movies. And I am joined by two of the of the show gang members, brother of the show Trey and fiance of the show Jacina. And we wish a speedy recovery to best friend of the show Rob, who is sick and had to miss the recording. Well, let's get right to it. Here's my chat with the of the show. What should I say? When it's just Rob and Trey, it's the of the show fellas. When it's all three of them, it's the of the show gang. But when it's my future wife and my brother, should I say the of the show family? Yeah, I'll say that. Here's my chat with the of the show family. We'll start with brother of the show, Trey. I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> and also, fiance of the show, Justina. I'm dreaming of a quiet Christmas. Oh, nice. You don't dream I of white want... Christmases anymore. No, those are long since gone. Never going back. <laughs> we, we are not joined by best friend of the show, Rob, because he and his family are sick. Much love to them. Justina's dabbing. <laughs> She's kind of dabbing in his honor. Uh, and, that was not uh, to be clear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll try to make up for the off-the-wall, potentially cancelable comments that hate, hate, hate. Rob would normally make. <laughs> All the things that I have to edit out, we will try to say, and then I'll have to edit out later. <laughs> Today's topic are movies that love actually are Christmas movies despite the naysayers. And it's a, you know, there are a few movies that are hotly debated as not being actual Christmas movies. So we're going to make a case for why some of these movies, or at least one of these movies, are Christmas movies, are in fact Christmas movies. And just to kind of go with what the thought process behind the logic here is, and also an inspiration for why we are doing the episode. Previous guest of the podcast, three-time guest, I think the only three-time guest, Brian James O'Connell, 
had a discussion on Twitter. He quote tweeted someone who was having a discussion about it. The tweet that he quote tweeted was, is Batman Returns a Christmas movie? And if not, what defines a Christmas movie to you? So Brian James O'Connell, a.k.a. B.O.C., said, if a movie is set at Christmas, it is by definition a Christmas movie. The filmmakers made a conscious choice, and they jokingly said, I will not be taking questions ever. But he actually kind of did take a question because somebody, when I quote tweeted Brian James O'Connell, somebody who follows me asked the question, well, what about Mean Girls? Because there is that famous Christmas play part of the movie. And he had a great response. He said, a movie set during the school year will undoubtedly have a Christmas section. It is still a movie set during the school year. Great question, which it is a great question. That kind of distinction is good to make in discussions like this. And I would agree, Mean Girls, not a Christmas movie because it's only a section of the movie that has something to do with Christmas. The rest of the movie does not. So therefore, it's just a movie about kids in school. Right. And I would also argue the same for Harry Potter, which some people are trying to make an argument for being a Christmas movie. They're saying that all of them, but Deathly Hallows, one or two of them doesn't have a Christmas section, are Christmas related or Christmas Christmas adjacent movies because the kids go away home. They go back home. There's a pivotal moment in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone that they say like, oh, it's such a big thing. So and this one channel shows the movies on Christmas Eve da, 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 as part of their Christmas uh, movie selections or whatever. I still say because of Brian James O'Connell's point, it's not a Christmas movie. The school year movie? Yeah, it's a school year movie. The movie doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. A section does because it's set during a school year. It's just, yeah. These school kids, that's all the movie is about. I even saw an argument for Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone that said the school is so decked out because it's a magical school, even though for the rest of the movie, it goes away. It's like, oh, the, the decorations even go away in the movie. Well, guess what? It's not a it's not a Christmas movie. So that's, I think, a good distinction to start with. Is it set at Christmas? It was for a reason. If it's just a part of the movie, like a few scenes, and it's not really what the movie is about or centered around. So it's not, it's still not a Christmas movie. But here are some commonly debated movies. And there are, there are several, but I'm only going to mention a few here because these are on a lot of different lists of like, hey, is this really a Christmas movie? The Holiday with Jack Black and Cameron Diaz and all them. Love Actually, some people argue that's not a Christmas movie, Gremlins 2, set at Christmas, and Batman Returns, as was mentioned in that tweet that I referenced earlier, Brian James O'Connell. I understand why people maybe debate those. I would say you can make a pretty good case for each of them. I'll let someone else make a case for those. I feel like making a case for those is silly. That's like making a case for... When it's light outside, we call it day. When it's dark outside, we call it night. Like those <laughs> movies. Um, Water is wet. Yes. You know, and, and who are these Scrooges slash Grinches that are saying Love actually is not a Christmas movie, you know? So I just, you know, like this debate topic is very interesting to me because I'm like, 
it wasn't until recently that I heard that people didn't think Love Actually, for example, wasn't a Christmas movie. And I was like, what? Why do you say that? You know, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Why would you even make that? I, I, I just need to understand. So, yeah, I mean, not just happy to defend it. It's but... like Christmas is yes. the, like the whole fabric of why the people are doing what they're doing when they're doing it. Yes. Yeah. That's my thing. I don't understand. I, I agree that it is silly to argue those movies, especially Love Actually to me, because the reason I think Gremlins 2, Batman Returns, and the movie I'm going to mention are so hotly contested is because they're not even like, like those movies are not even like Love Actually, which is a romantic comedy. And like you, you put a romantic comedy in there, people will accept it. But Gremlins too? That's you know romantic comedy. It's about these little gremlins. I, Batman Returns is a Batman movie, so that's why people argue that stuff. But I still lean towards what Brian James O'Connell was saying. But the one I can make the most of a case for, and I'm gonna say I'm not even gonna die on this hill. I will live on this hill because I am right about this. But my choice for something that is definitely. A Christmas movie and not merely a non-traditional quote unquote movie. This is flat out a Christmas movie. Die hard. Oh yeah. My argument to the naysayers. Number one, Christmas is a distinct aspect of the entire movie from plot, motifs, music, or score, etc. There's so much about the movie that is centered and fully about christmas there's so many choices they made that they they use the choices that they made because of christmas john mcclain kills a guy and then writes in blood on his shirt ho 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 could have happened in just any old action movie right that right typically happened because it was christmas although the whole reason he's there the whole setting the fact that they use in the score so much they have jingle bells in the score, not the song jingle bells. Jingling bells are in right. the score throughout the movie in like a bunch of different parts. And speaking of music, the movie pretty much starts with this. this isn't the very first scene in the movie when he gets off the plane and he uh, gets in the limo, gets picked up by a limo. He is talking to the limo driver, Argyle, and there's music playing and it's Christmas and Hollis. And Earlier today, I heard Christmas in Hollis, and I said, you know, a lot of people would say this is not a Christmas song because it's a rap song by Run DMC, but it is unequivocally a Christmas song because genre does not decide whether or not it's a Christmas song. The subject matter is entirely about Christmas. Who cares if it's not a old standard? It is still a Christmas song because of the subject matter, and that's what makes it a Christmas song. The genre alone is not the determining factor of whether or not a, a song is a Christmas song. And you know who makes a really good argument about that? Argyle himself, when John McClane says, well, can you at least play some Christmas music? And Argyle says, this is Christmas music. So Christmas and Hollis, like Die Hard, is maybe not seen as Christmassy, but very much is because of everything about it. Also, like genre, plot doesn't disqualify something from being a Christmas movie. Look at It's a Wonderful Life. 
that movie's not about Christmas. That, that movie is about appreciating your life and all the ups and downs of it. It's not about Christmas. The beginning and end are at Christmas. Mostly in the middle, <laughs> it doesn't take place at Christmas. It's nothing to do right. with Christmas. There's a lot of stuff in there that has nothing to do with Christmas. And it, and they don't make choices in a lot of those places in the middle of that movie that uh, have to do with Christmas or have a motif of Christmas. Yet, no one argues that it's not a Christmas movie. We all accept that it's a Christmas movie. I would say, yes, it's a Christmas movie, but there's less Christmas stuff going on in, in that movie than in Die Hard. Also, White Christmas... White Christmas is the title of the movie, but the, so the, the song and the feeling and everything is why we call it a Christmas movie. But the subject matter is some singers who are helping this guy save his inn. Right. Like, it's got nothing to do with Christmas, really. Like that, that central point. I saw that movie for the first time about nine years ago. I was packing to come here. Mm -hmm. And... I was like, oh, I finally get to see it. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I was like, wait, there's no snow? <laughs> no, I... the movie, it's white Christmas. <laughs> what, what white are they talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, white Christmas. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's a good point, right? Like, if we all accept, we don't argue that it's uh, not a Christmas movie. We accept it as a Christmas movie, yet... Does it have as much Christmas stuff going on for it as Die Hard? I don't know. If you take the song out of it, it's absolutely not a Christmas <laughs> movie. So funny. Because it's really just a rom-com where the where Danny Kaye's trying to be with this one woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bing Crosby's trying to not. <laughs> and then they all end up together anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the Philadelphia story, which we recently saw. Also, <laughs> what's that? do with philadelphia no i'm kidding <laughs> but, you're right and i'll also say when it comes to plot home alone home alone we all call that a christmas movie but if die hard is not a christmas movie then neither is home alone home alone is just an action comedy if you won't count die hard as a christmas movie then you can't count Home Alone. Home Alone is Nickelodeon Die Hard. That's essentially it. I mean, I know people will be like, oh, but Jason, Home Alone's about someone who's stranded from their family and they just want to be with them for Christmas. Oh, you mean like John McClane? Stranded yeah. from his family? There the whole time just because he wants to be with his family? That's what the whole <laughs> movie's about. Oh, but also there are all those, what about those bad guys in it who are trying to steal? Oh, you mean the wet bandits? <laughs> Is that the bad guys you're talking about? Because they're a whole hell of a lot like the Hans Gruber. They're terrorizing a kid. <laughs> like, that's not Christmassy. So if you're going to say Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, then I'm going to start arguing that Home Alone is an action comedy. I wow. rest my case. You know, I still it, find it funny that one deleted scene from Home Alone where he says, come to the birds, have some fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like you said, like Nickelodeon Die Hard, it so much is. It just kidifies all these things because these both characters are being really crafty about how they're thwarting the bad guys. And they're hu they're using humor a lot. Like, what's the difference here? Except one's R-rated. <laughs> But they're really the same movie. <laughs> they both use Christmas a lot in the storyline and the motifs. And I understand 
that Bruce Willis says it's not a Christmas movie. And uh, one of the writers kind of jokingly said it's a Christmas movie. But he said he said it was a Christmas movie when Jake Tapper asked him on Twitter <laughs> what his take was. And he said, DeSalza is his name. He said, yes, it's a Christmas movie because the studio rejected the Purim version of the script. Or is it Purim? What? Oh, the Israeli. Purim. Uh, yeah, Purim, yeah. The Israeli. The Purim version of the script is what. I mean, you could probably set Die Hard at other times, which you'd have to. It's not just simply set it some other time, and it's it's not the same movie. Like you'd have to change. You'd have a to lot. change so much. Why would he have been going? Why would Holly's whole office be together at that time? Just any other time of year, you'd have to give an excuse for that that might not even be believable. But also, like. Home Alone could have been set in the summer and the family was just going to go on a summer trip and they just accidentally left him home while they're on a cruise. I have a question. Like, Die Hard and Home Alone and any of the other movies that were questioning if they're Christmas movies or not, what type of year were they released? Oh, well, that's a good question. Because I think, personally speaking, I think there should be a list of, let's say, 10 criteria, but, mm -hmm. you know, whatever number you want to put out there of whether or not it's a Christmas movie. And I think when it, in when in the year it was released would be one of those criteria. Because, like, if it was released November, December, hello. Well, you know, like, it's probably, you know, geared towards right. a holiday. Well, Love Actually was to, was released November 14th. Mm -hmm. Okay, It's a Wonderful Life was released January 7th of wow. 1947. Oh, wow, this is fascinating. Sure. Um, listen to like this. Die Hard was released in July. July 22nd. So I bet that's why a lot of people get off saying it's not a Christmas movie. I bet they do. Summer yeah, yeah. I bet they take into account the release date. The holiday was released December 8th. Oh, that is such a Christmas movie. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's, you know, so It's a Wonderful Life was not released in that season. I know. Very interesting. But that time of year when movies were made, I wonder even what the pattern was for releasing movies. Like they might have released it in January, and then that's... in the '80s, yeah, um, or '40s for uh, it's a wonderful the '40s life. for a wonder, it's a wonderful yeah. life, you know. Gremlins two and Batman Returns and Die Hard were released in the summer. Um, mm. So yeah, that but... would be a re that's a good point. That would be why people are saying, "Oh, they're not even trying to market it towards that." One guy that I used to work with, he said Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. And I know his primary motivation for saying that was because he wanted to argue. So <laughs> everybody has a reason. But <laughs> in the vein of like criteria for what make it a Christmas movie, what would you guys add as like maybe a criteria bullet point? Like maybe release date, maybe does it have Christmas music, maybe et cetera, et cetera. What would you the want? Release date matters too much to me unless it's a present day yeah obviously they're gonna time it around christmas today to try to capitalize on the season right um because they're all and like and so much of that is mostly based on how much money they want to make during a certain quarter yeah so i i mean other than the points i was making i don't know i'd add any i, I think yeah. you know it being like brian james o'connell said it being set at christmas Yes, it's a big More one. Than just one little. Yeah, piece. like the movie is set at Christmas, and when it's when the motifs of Christmas are used so much, like in the music, 
Yes. And the set dressing and the focal focal points of dialogue and reasons that people are there. Um, I think it has to be central to it. Yeah, because using Mean Girls as an example, mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home has a portion that's at Christmas time, and it was released around Christmas time. So even if we talk release dates, mm-hmm. you would think that that puts it in. But it started, what, at the end of the school year or during the summer? Um, mm-hmm. I guess during their summer trip from the end of uh, far, and then goes into the school year, hits October, and it's the end of the movie when they're in Christmas. Yeah. So yes. I mean, no, not a Christmas movie. But if you're going to just use set at Christmas, <laughs> then it sounds like No Way Home is a Christmas, but it's not. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I I would also wait all the different factors, but I'm trying to think of anything else that I would put in there. I mean, there there's got to be something to the spirit behind the story. So that's something else I would add to it. Like, not yeah. just the story, but sort of like the spirit of it. Some people throw out stuff like Iron Man 3, but I haven't heard that one as much. And I don't... I know we talked about that one when mm-hmm. we were trying to do the bracket. I don't remember what we said at the time, though. But yes, it said at Christmas. Yes, it was intentional. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that that one, even though it was intentional to put it at Christmas, is still not strong enough to call it a Christmas because it's not like doesn't use it as much right it's just that shane black loves putting he puts everything that he writes at christmas lethal weapon 2 being one of them um first oh that's what i mean lethal weapon 1 is is set during christmas yeah i mean he set stuff at christmas i didn't realize that yeah uh yeah that that writer just really loves to um set stuff at christmas because i think isn't Kiss Kiss Bang Bang set yep. at Christmas? And that's that's what yes, that is on the list of like on the fence. Um, yeah, so he just likes to do that, and that's fine. But I do feel like it has to have the other factors of just what choices are you making artistically, and are you making them using Christmas motifs? It's really only when. Tony ends up with, uh, what's his name, Hartley Keener or whatever his name is, the little boy. Mm-hmm. It's only in that town that you kind of see some real Christmassy stuff from what I've been right. too long since it's been, I've seen Yeah, it. it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, so, I mean, that one is one that's like, I guess maybe technically <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. We're going by Brian James O'Connell's definition because it was an intentional choice, but, you know, you know kind of lazily cho- uh, chosen. What would we also say, though, about the horror movies set at Christmas? I would yeah. argue that they are Christmas movies. They're just oh, horror movies. You mean like Krampus or? Krampus. Well, Krampus is definitely just because of how much they use it. But like stuff like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Garbage Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Slay <laughs> with David Harbour. Like stuff like that. Like, or is it Slay with him? Which movie did he do where he's like dressed as Santa and killing people? It's a recent movie. Um, Let me is it, I think like a three or four word name where like they play on a Christmas line but change it to um, like maybe change Slay to the murder meaning. Oh, Violent Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I've heard good things. 
so many times like that the first year i feel like is not very good and then it gains popularity over time which one like no like sometimes with these horror movies i feel like and maybe this is just my circles nobody was talking about violent night last year i know everybody's talking about it yeah it just you're to gain some momentum yeah yeah i mean i would i do agree that there have to be more factors than just when it's set but um silent night deadly night you don't have a movie if it's not it right the whole point is the boy what he thought about santa because of what happened to his mom right he was young right um so yeah i think definitely would say i mean some certainly are maybe gonna hit more of the or check more of these boxes off than others um but i might still say like yeah that's still kind of a christmas movie <laughs> but um just doesn't fill you with the spirit maybe that's the thing it's like how much does it make you think of christmas now for years now i've wanted to watch die hard at christmas yeah i associate it with christmas so much and someone else may not feel the same way but like they could not feel the same way about elf or something like that you know like that that's people's subjectivity or or own personal experiences doesn't decide but you know like it is still something that like if you watch it at christmas you don't blanch you know like you know how like if you heard a christmas song in july you'd be like get this off that happened to me with that one allergy medicine commercial and i understood oh yeah I hated I that commercial. I understood why they did it because they were talking about now I can breathe because I got right. this medicine. So but now they're singing it's the most wonderful time yeah. of the year. And I'm like, no, this is not what this is July. Stop mm-hmm. this. They started That's... in April and they were still doing that commercial in November. And I was like, you killed Christmas. <laughs> yes. Yes. This time of year. Yeah. It's like also when I go to like Lowe's or, some, or like Walgreens the week of Halloween and they already have Christmas stuff up. I'm like, no. It's not time for that. So if I could watch Die Hard any time of year, whereas like maybe some of the other movies that like It's a Wonderful Life, I probably I don't know. Actually, maybe could watch that in July and it not ruin it because it it's, it's not it's, so it's not like hearing it's the most wonderful time of the year mm-hmm. in July. Right. Plus, that's like one of those great great movies that ends up being timeless as a result. Sure. But yeah, I mean, if it's something that's so quintessentially Christmassy, it's hard to watch it in in July or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I wouldn't want to watch in July. But at the same time, maybe it's just because the spirit is a little more dialed up in those movies than in It's a Wonderful Life or, or Die Hard or something. Yeah. I will say to your point about what makes you feel Christmassy or Christmas time. Punishment makes me feel Christmassy because punishment is necessary. <laughs> punishment is good. <laughs> Silent night, deadly night. <laughs> <laughs> some people shaking their heads while because they get the reference. And then some people shaking their heads saying, What's he talking about? <laughs> Just YouTube Silent Night, Deadly Night and some, some funny clips will come up because it's one of those movies where some overacting has made it a, a cult classic. <laughs> it's not necessarily a good film. So are there any movies 
that you feel need to be the the discussion needs to be put to rest. People need to stop debating on it. Um, I, I think I already said as much with love actually. Like the fact that that's even up for debate is kind of wild to me. But um I can't think of any others. Like when um, you know, we looked at a, a list and prior to recording this, and there's no others that I'm like, I will die on this hill or live on this hill as the case may be, as far as this definitely being a Christmas movie. Die hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Die hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, die hard on this hill. Die hard on this hill. Die hard, die hard seven, die hard on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, Trey? What, what what do you think? It's like we gotta defend this. If Robert here, he'd want to say lethal weapon. Because he's talked about that before. Yeah. I'm gonna make a point for an argument for for Rob. I would also assume he would mention Gremlins two again, mm-hmm. and then make yeah. a random reference to a specific detail from Gremlins two. And at some point, he would have said during the podcast, "Okay, okay, okay," but <laughs> <laughs> I can buy Lethal Weapon, even though I never thought of it as a Christmas movie until we talked brackets. But I can buy that because Christmassy stuff is woven all the way through. And mm-hmm. one of the articles I read, like just before we started recording, was talking about how uh, Riggs's wife died like not too long before Christmas. And so he's even oh, more no. lonely and sad because it's Christmas time and mm-hmm. he doesn't have his wife. And that's right. like a whole thing about his characters being suicidal and right. because of that. Right. And that's mm-hmm. that um, plot point for him is not very different than I mean, it's it's sad, but he's questioning his life just like in It's a Wonderful Life. He's somewhat questioning, you know, both of them were suicidal, you know, both of them uh, got very close to uh, ending it all. And both of those. <laughs> so it's like. You know, some people, I feel like they will point out the sort of things like, well, Riggs put a gun to his head and, and lethal weapon. That could be a Christmas movie. He's like, well, George, was about George to Bailey was literally about to jump off a bridge. It's like, well, yeah, um, there's all this violence in uh, lethal weapon and die hard. And it's like, OK, well, a lot of violence. there's a lot of violence. And like, like you, you hit a guy in the head with a frying pan. Like, that's pretty violent. <laughs> like that, there's some comical violence in that movie. There's also some violent violence in that movie. There's another cutscene. There were originally three wet bandits. Oh my god! And one of them had a Santa hat and a note that said, "Now, now you're down to two. Ho ho ho!" <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now I have a machine gun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And the machine gun was just from the movie that he was watching. It's full of what's the name? What's the name of the fake movie in Home Alone? I don't remember. That's a good trivia night question. That is a good trivia question. Something Angel is something. Yeah, they did a great job faking that movie. And it felt like a real movie. It really, really, really I love fake movies and movies. I love that. Yeah, I would, I would would read that list of all the fake (laughs) movies. You dirty animal. <laughs> you filthy filthy animal. Wow. Well, I hope you're now inspired to watch these movies we've discussed, especially Murder. Die Hard. 
<laughs> and you only have through end of day tomorrow because you can't watch Christmas movies past Christmas Day. So that's right. That's right. Oh, establish that we're recording this on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I just thought the viewers would appreciate our dedication to recording on Christmas Eve. Oh, for sure. We're going to have an investigative report, too, because we're going to track Santa as he comes. <laughs> oh, in. wow. Absolutely. We're going to record 24-7. <laughs> Wait for Santa to come in. <laughs> Follow yeah. us on our new SiriusXM channel. Uh, what's the... <laughs> we talk about Santa the whole time. You know, I wonder what Santa would say uh, about these, you know, these movies. Like, you... What what would Santa consider not a Christmas movie? That's a good well, question. We should have approached this. Troubled my silent night, deadly night. <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> he doesn't like bad Santa. But because the inaccuracies and in how the murder. <laughs> you know another thing where like death is involved and yet it's a Christmas movie is the Santa Claus. With oh, Tim yeah. Allen, where Santa dies, Santa dies in the movie. Like it's not yeah. horrifying to kid. And it's the and when basis Santa dies, of his green movie. emerald ring flies off his finger oh, and over to the mountain. What were you saying, Justina? Oh, just in the Santa Claus, like Santa dying is the basis of the entire movie. Like that movie <laughs> cannot happen unless Santa dies. That's so messed up, and it's everyone accepts that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And then that he's got when when Tim Allen gets the ring. Oh. <laughs> Enjoyous <Gosh>. night. <laughs> oh my god! Save it for the next Zack Snyder episode. <laughs> <laughs> so is Rebel One? That uh, is. Uh, Rebel Moon is Rebel Moon a Christmas movie? Have we? Is that? I, mean, it's not, I don't think it's set at Christmas. It's definitely not a Star Wars movie, and some people say it's not a good. movie. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 84, was that Christmas time? I know it was wintry. Was it a Christmas party that she went to when Steve have been. Quantum leaped into the dude? That may have been. Yeah, what a weird movie. <laughs> what weird choices that they did not set up as possibilities. <laughs> and why couldn't they have just made it? He's just back from the dead. <laughs> no questions asked. Everything else is literal. <laughs> and he quantum leaps in. I just didn't get the choices in that. Man, I, I respect a lot of people involved with the movie, but what? <laughs> with that choice? What? Well, that's the Christmas episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Woo! Having us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... I guess at this point, Rob would be making a borderline <laughs> offensive joke. What could we do? <laughs> None of us are as messed up in the head as Rob. <laughs> to come up with Not things. as outward. <laughs> Just remember, no man's a failure who has friends. Oh, what is that from? It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Clarence wrote in Tom Sawyer. I'm a boy, Clarence. (laughs) We hope that you enjoyed that and genuinely wish you a Merry Christmas. And we hope that you are watching some fun, festive movies right now. Mainly Die Hard. That's the main one that I hope you're watching right now. (laughs) I will continue to be right about that on the hill that I will live on peacefully. (laughs) 
<laughs> the Nakatomi Plaza is on the hill that I will live on as I make that argument. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at There It Is, and follow me on Twitter at Jason Far Jokes and Instagram at Jason Far Picks. Also, subscribe to our Comedy Lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to ThereItIsPod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 